I like new things. I like how they smell coming out of the package. I like how they look, all shiny and clean, especially a new car. I like how they work, usually. If they're clothing, I like how they make me feel when I'm wearing them. Join me this week as I talk about how God is doing a new thing. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. The problem with new things is they don't stay new for long. They stop smelling new, the new car gets dirty with the change of the weather, and clothing goes out of style. It isn't long before you're looking for another new thing. The great thing about God is all things are new every morning. With Him, there's always a new thing He's doing. As we begin this new year, we are going to be focusing on all things new in the Bible. This week, we're going to be praying for the newness of God over our children, as well as taking a deeper look into them in our daily devotions and stepping up our spiritual parenting. Let's get started this week with talking about a new creation. Take a look with me at 2 Corinthians 5.17. Here's what it says. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed. Behold, the new has come. The absolute best new we can ever be is a new creation in Christ. This is a great way to start out the new year. However, it will require a recognition of our own sin, the fact that there is nothing we can do to make it okay before God, and a submissive heart to receive Jesus as our Savior and our Lord. Once we have made the choice to follow Jesus and invite him into our heart, We go from being spiritually dead to spiritually alive. Just like us, our children are born spiritually dead until they make the choice on their own to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Interestingly, God has made it very simple for children to believe in him. The older they become, the harder it is for them to make that decision. Statistics show that 63% of people receive Christ before the age of 18. I had the joy and privilege of praying with all of my children to receive Jesus. I would love to tell you that they walked that faith out from that moment on, but that simply isn't reality. What did transpire in those early ages is they became spiritually alive. Spiritually alive children respond to prayer and the work of the Holy Spirit in their lives much more readily than those who are spiritually dead. As you talk about Jesus with your children and share with him who he is and what he's done for them, don't be afraid to ask them if they want to receive him as their Lord and Savior. Trust me when I tell you they will say yes or no. When they respond with a yes, simply lead them through the prayer of salvation. It's that simple. Then enjoy discipling them. There's no greater privilege than leading your own children to Jesus Christ. If you want more information and a step-by-step way to lead your children to Jesus, simply go to our website, raisingkidsonyourknees.org. 
I will leave a link in the show notes that will take you right to the page on salvation. God is the best at doing a new thing. Let's go to Isaiah 43, verse 19. Here's what it says. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Change is inevitable, as we have seen over the last 10 months. As much as God is the same, he is always doing new things in and through our lives. I will sometimes fight the new things God wants to do so hard. New things can usually mean we have to let go of the old things. With that comes grief and often pain. I don't know anyone who enjoys grief and pain. However, when we make a choice to deal appropriately with those things, we don't want to let go of. We can trust the new thing God is ready and waiting to do. I remember fighting God so hard when I knew he was about to change everything in my life. I would never look the same again. However, the new thing he did far outweighed the old. It just took courage to let go of what I wanted and embrace all that God wanted. Another thing that God makes new every day is his mercy. Lamentations 3 verses 22 through 23 remind us, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Every day is a new day in the story God is writing in your life. Each day when we wake up, we can rest assured God's love is steadfast no matter what happened the day before. Romans 8.39 says this, No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Do you believe that? There is absolutely nothing that will separate you from God's love. Absolutely nothing. God's faithfulness to us is so great that every morning the slate is clean and his mercies are new. It's like taking an eraser to a whiteboard and wiping it clean. The good news about all of this is that the love and mercy of God follow our children around like a hound dog, no matter where they go. As a parent, that gives me great comfort and peace to know that when I'm not with them, God is always with them. Thankfully, God's new plans for us have a purpose. Let's look at Jeremiah 29, 11, and this is my favorite verse. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you future and a hope. Plans. It's that time of the year when we make plans for the new year. We get out our new planners and we start chipping away at what all the new year will bring. The only thing we forget when we are busy making out our plans is to include God in them. Yes, I think if I give God a head nod, I've included him in the plans, but that's not how that works. Have you ever sat down with your planner and asked God to fill it? It may look way different than if you were to do it on your own. What about making your plans but giving God permission to interrupt those plans? I made my own plans for many years without even a glance at what God may want to do. At the end of the day, when I didn't yield my plans to his, I fell in bed exhausted from fighting what God wanted to do in my life. 
Or maybe, like me, you planned God right out of your plans. It is your way or the highway. In either case, God knows the plans he has for you and for your children. Plans for good things and not for bad things. Plans for a hope and a future. Those are things you can count on when we allow God to make our plans. I want to end this podcast on a strong note. God will give us a new strength, as Isaiah 40 verse 31 says. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I am not good at waiting. I am getting better, but I still have a long way to go. When we refuse to wait on God, here is what we're missing out on. Renewed strength, the ability to soar like an eagle, the ability to run and not be weary, and the ability to walk and not faint. Do you find yourself unable to soar, not able to run and grow tired easily, and unable to walk without growing faint? Then maybe you need to learn to wait on God. Waiting on God comes with some fantastic benefits. I'm a Martha and I'm not a Mary. My tendency is to do and ask questions later. Are you like that? If you are, waiting will be a discipline for you. However, it is a discipline worth learning. There are too many benefits to pass on. I want to remind you that your best parenting is done on your knees. Raising kids on your knees is dedicated to equipping you to pray daily for your children. Now's a great time to start that. Here are five reasons to pray daily for your children. Number one, it paves a path for the Holy Spirit to work in their lives. Number two, it gives them a distinct advantage in the spiritual realm. Number three, they want us to pray for them. Number four, children who know they are prayed for are more secure. And number five, parents who pray for their children are more at peace. Mark Batterson in his book, Praying Circles Around Your Children, says this, You don't become a praying parent by default. You do it by design, by desire, by discipline. Spiritual disciplines take sheer determination, but if you determine to circle your children in prayer, you will shape their destinies. Just like Susanna Wesley shaped the destinies of her children, your prayers will live on in their lives long after you die. Your prayers for your children are the greatest legacy you can leave. Won't you help grow the prayer tribe this year? Here are a few ways you can make an impact on the generations to come. You can share this podcast with your friends and family. You can print out our daily prayer sheets for your Sunday school class and your small group. And you can simply invite others to join us by subscribing to the prayer tribe. Join me and others around the world this year as we make the biggest impact on the future we can by praying. There's a link in the show notes where you can subscribe to the prayer tribe to get your free prayer sheets. I'm looking forward to all God will do through our prayers this new year and I'm forever grateful to be standing arm in arm with you in prayer. Let me pray for you today. Heavenly Father, 
I lift up this listener before you right now and I ask that you would speak to their heart, that you would help them to step into the new year in all the newness of who you are and what you want to do in our lives, Lord Jesus. May we trust you. May we walk with you hand in hand. May we pray and be dedicated to praying for our children every single day. I give you thanks and praise and glory for what you're going to do in 2021. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.